Hello, everyone. My name is Greg. And this is Matt. And this is Record Mashup. We're excited to be joining you guys again. This is episode two of our podcast. And uh, this week, we've decided to tackle the challenge of uh, dreams. And we've picked uh, two, two really great, very different songs. Um, Dream On by Aerosmith, uh, which was released in 1973. And then uh, Dreams by The Game, which was released in 2005. Um, as I said, two very different songs, uh, but both centered around the idea of dreams. And uh, we're excited to, uh, to dig into it. Uh, you got anything else to say, Greg, before we jump in? Uh, no, I, pretty, I think you pretty much summed it up. Uh, two really great songs, completely different genres. Uh, with my, my take on the rap genre and uh, Matt's take on uh, rock over there. So, so I, think, I yeah. think it'll be pretty interesting. Yeah, it'll be fun. So, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about Aerosmith's Dream On. Um, I, you know, I've, I've always liked this song. And one of the cool things about this, this song is it's off of Aerosmith's first album. Um, and you always hear, when you talk about Aerosmith, you always hear people talk about, you know, old Aerosmith versus, you know, present day Aerosmith. And, and this is, this is classic Aerosmith. I mean, you can't get much more classic than this. And really, I think, defined who the band was in many ways. Um, really kind of presenting Steven Tyler as this kind of front man. And uh, so it's, it's, it's such a great song. I, um, you know, I was listening back through it. What really struck me the most about this song, obviously it's a song about, um, you know, dreaming and, and, and this idea that you only live once uh, in your life. And, you know, there's the line in there, live your life today as if you're going to die tomorrow. Um, I may be paraphrasing a little bit, but, but that's kind of the concept. That, that the song is is kind of putting forth. And one of the things that I think is so great about this this song is is the chorus. I mean you've you've got this this big bold, you know, it's you know, really kind of simple, you know, sing with me, sing for the year, sing for the laughter, sing for the tear. Um, you know, maybe tomorrow the good Lord will take you away. It's just I don't know. I kept thinking about the the concept of YOLO. You only live once. <laughs> That's the Thanks. the phrase that kept yeah, that kept coming <laughs> to my mind. Um, as I listen to the song. So, um, I, and, and the other thing that I love about it is this buildup. It's like this, the, the whole song is like building up to this big pivotal moment when Steven Tyler just like screams. Um, and then the song just kind of comes down the hill from there, but, and you've got the chord progressions. It's just, uh, it's such a great classic Aerosmith song. I, I just absolutely love it. What you got any initial thoughts, Greg? Yeah, and I agree with you. It's it's actually not so that uh, looking at like the records of it when it was first released in 1973, its peak position was uh, only 59, and then re-released in 1976 with uh, peaking at number six on the top 100 Billboard, so uh, Hot 100. So definitely the original release, which was actually edited and shortened up a little bit, uh, didn't help it. But it is one of their number one songs that a lot of people know. Uh, we'll go on to that. Everyone knows it because I ran into that <laughs> issue last time um, with yeah. Summertime. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a great song, man. Well, uh, I think. Really put them talk, on the yeah, absolutely. And, and you, you know, talked about not peaking at high, but um, you know, talk about a debut single. 
I mean, when you think, um, cause you know, this was the first single they ever released mm-hmm. and I mean, so obviously it stands the chance that probably, you know, if, you know, of course, back in the day, this is before social media and things like YouTube and stuff. And really the only thing you had was radio play, right. Um, or, or obviously records, um, you know, LPs and so forth. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, so to, 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 you know, I, I don't know, I'm sure there was some artists and we could sit here and look it up or some listener will probably let us know if, if you know, if this is factually inaccurate, but um, you know, I, I wonder how many artists as their debut single ever hit number one back in that day. I I can't imagine that it was that many. So even to peak in the top 100 on your debut single back then, I would imagine is pretty substantial. Yeah. I'm Um, not discrediting them at all, but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a great feat. Like, yeah. Good job, Aerosmith. (laughs) Yeah, no, great, great debut single. And, um, and you know, it's a really, it's a fairly simple song. I mean, it's not, it's not complex by any means. No. Um, lyrically, um, yeah. you know, and I think that's part of the thing, you know, part of the thing that makes it so great is, is that it is so simple and, uh, you know, it's just easy to sing along and jam to. Yeah. I think the, the, uh, just the, the whole music part, the guitar, everything with it is kind of what, pulls it together so like you said it's a simple song like lyrically but like yeah very strong music talent wise so yeah that definitely deserves uh its spot in the top 100 back then yeah i I would yeah completely agree and um you know it's actually i'm sitting here looking it's ranked 173rd on rolling stone's list of the 500 songs 500 greatest songs of all time um which is pretty cool and you know what's kind of cool I, this is kind of a twist but did you ever see the uh the version that um they kind of um combined with eminem's song sing for the moment uh was that at like the grammys or something when they uh like, performing it together you're saying yeah i think I, I don't know if they ever actually performed it together I, the, the clip i saw it was kind of like like a, just a, a clip mashed up. mash up on YouTube or something. Yeah, but they may have maybe they they performed it together. I'm I'm not yeah. entirely sure. I'm not actually 100% sure on that one. Yeah, it's just the the two songs like go together so well. I just I I don't know, you know, think about our you know, our, our podcast the record mashup. That would have been pretty cool, but obviously, you know, sing for the moment um didn't necessarily necessarily fit the idea of dreams, but uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of taking the the concept literally so to speak but i i think it was it gave dream on its due diligence with like how he how eminem performed that though so i think it was a good good uh use of the sample of dream on for that song too yeah so. absolutely absolutely yeah definitely has helped other people <laughs> with that song before we move on to dreams did you have anything else with uh with this idea or this song no, I think uh, most of the other things I have are just the comparison between the two and kind of the breakdown yeah. of both songs. So uh, I, get, I can kind of roll into dreams here. So uh, the game is okay. a uh, rapper from Compton, California. If you uh, haven't heard of him before, um, from his first album, uh, he, he has a song. Uh, I believe this was actually his fifth single from the album. So um, it did score a little bit higher in the top 100. Um 
than Dream On did, I believe. But uh, let's see. No, it actually scored 32 on it. Higher than the first time Dream On came on, but when it came on again, it scored. Uh, it hit number five on the rap chart, so. Yeah. Number five on the rap chart. So it was pretty good for, uh, once again, not debut uh, single. Also came out 20 years after the fact. Uh, so I got a little bit of social media help there, but that definitely deserved to be on that top 100 list. Um, goes into a lot of backstory, a little bit of backstory on him, how like the the dreams he aspired to and the people that he kind of looked up to or followed back in the day and uh, how they made it. So basically he, he uh, had the dream of making it like they did. So um, similar message as uh, Dream On, just very different way that was uh, portrayed. A lot more lyrically, I would say, in-depth. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, musically, it does take a uh, it does take the music from another song. Um, what song was that? That was a. Uh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it'll come to me. I'm just blanking on it right now, but uh, he does take the he does take the music for it uh, from another song. Um, and does did run he run it? I didn't. I didn't see that, Greg. Did Did he run into copyright issues with that? Uh, I don't believe he did. Um, Interesting. There, there wasn't anything in that I saw where he ran to copyright issues. I know mm -hmm. a lot of artists do have these issues with copyright for sampling a song that uh, someone else had um, had in the past. Sure. But this one specifically, I don't believe he did. But, uh, hmm. um, yeah, so I think uh, that this is – it's an interesting song. I, I had never heard it before. Uh, so there's a there's a trend going on here, Greg. Um, <laughs> you um, noticed this one. I didn't say that everyone has heard this song. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So, um, but one of the things that I found that was so interesting, though, was um, I had actually. I mean, I'd certainly had had you know heard of songs being dedicated to to people, but. I don't think I'd ever listened to a song before where a song was explicitly dedicated to someone in the lyrics of the song itself. Um, which that, that concept to me is, is very interesting. Um, and, and even throughout the whole song, there's references and allusions to other figures in history that in many ways uh, the song is honoring them. Um, you know, the references Tupac and Martin Luther King, mm -hmm. uh, for example, um, as many others. And um, I, I don't know, it's just that, that idea of, of, of um, putting uh, a song out there in honor of specific people is interesting. I mean, certainly after, you know, any, you know, a tragedy that occurs in our country, there's, there's always uh, artists that, that kind of write songs in response to that. And everybody knows that the song's in response yeah. to that, right? It's just this explicitness um, of, of the, of um, the artists, you know, in the lyrics saying this. I, I just find it interesting. I'm not yeah. trying to beat the, you know, beat a dead horse and, and trying to describe it, but um, yeah. And then the other thing too, and it's starting to get a little bit into comparison here with, with dream on, um, 
you know, there there's certainly, you know, both songs talk about because, you know, Dreams by the Game is talking about, you know, people that, you know, effectively lost their life right before they got to carry out their dream or so forth. Um, um, it's this this ni- this mindset that that you you really do only get one life and you know you should follow your dream whatever that is um, and and keep pursuing it. I do think that um, f- lyrically at least, dreams by the game is a little more specific in describing the dreams, whereas I felt like Dream On by Aerosmith was um, a little yeah, bit it's more generic, like generic. hey. Go figure out what your dream is and go follow it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what not? Um, yeah. Before before we get back into that, I did figure out who who sampled by. So Kanye West was actually the one working on the this uh, single with the game. So he did a little bit of the the mixing for it. Um, okay. And cool. it's No Money Down by Jerry Butler. That's the background sample. So. Gotcha. Uh, give, give credit to Jerry Butler. I actually never had heard of him before this, uh, before this, but uh, apparently he's soul singer. You now can if you're if you're into that, you can go check him out. But uh, cool. yeah, sorry, side topic. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. Thanks, thanks for finding that. Yeah, so so you were talking about uh with with the. Uh, song breakdown like uh mentioning other people like uh tupac and things like that so yeah there are there are a lot of references in this song so like uh let, let's see so yeah he starts it off just talking about being in a coma because um he had an altercation back in the day we'll call it uh where he's putting a three-day coma um is that is that based on a is that like a real life story yeah, that that is a real life story to him. So that first line, I woke up off that coma in two thousand one, yeah. is because he had been in altercation that put him in a coma. All right. Um, I that. And then going into talking, so Dr. Dre was like his idol back in the day. So he kind of goes into talking about him a lot throughout the song. Um, with the aftermath presents N.W.A. right there. Uh, being Dr. Dre's group, and then going into, like, uh, so this next line, the ready to die, reasonable doubt, doggy style, going into uh, uh, Biggie Smalls, Jay-Z, and uh, Snoop Dogg, and then just talking about, like, how he's basically trying to aspire to be them, or or at that level. Um, yeah, so so that was one of the other things. For rap. Yeah, that was, yeah, absolutely. That was one of the things that I thought was, interesting about this song was it, it was almost like there's two dreams rolled in two types of dreams rolled into one with this song right so you've got you've got this larger idea um of you know you living your life and you only live once you know kind of wrapped into the whole song with with um the dedications that we talked about but then here at the beginning he's really almost talking about like his career dreams yeah you know and and I just think that's actually really well done that he was able to kind of wrap all that together in one single song. I it, yeah. it's it's really impressive. Yeah, definitely. And um, like he he so he's from Compton, so he didn't like have like this fantastic upbringing um, based on his life. And a lot of his music kind of talks to that, especially his like first three albums. Um, those those are my favorite albums of his. After that, he kind of um 
he, his music's okay, but it's not like his first three where, where he's rapping about a lot of similar things like this. Then uh, even like going down low, like a couple lines after he talks about working with Dr. Dre and that's a dream because like Dr. Dre is basically like who was on, who was helping him out this time now and just how that was like the biggest thing that he could ever have it, have happened to him basically. And there's a couple other references to other people. So uh, throughout that, like talking about Whitney Houston, uh, referencing some songs that she made, Stevie Wonder's uh, making a basically reference to being blind. There's a lot to break down, like just line by line. Yeah, it's um, certainly a lot more lyrically than than Aerosmith songs. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then, and then the second verse is a little bit more involved, but uh, you know, talking about like the women that he wants to be with, uh, things like that. And then that second half, he goes into uh, so this uh, dream of being unsigned hype and crushed by Dave Dave Mays. So Dave Mays, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the Source. It's a magazine, covers a lot of like rap music and hip hop stuff, stuff like that. So he was a uh, co-founder of the Source, and uh, Unsigned Hype was a section in that magazine where you're talking about like new upcoming rappers, like who who are going to be like upcoming good rappers and things like that. And he basically was passed passed on by that. So he was he was a little bit crushed by that, and that's what he's talking about there. So I kind of like led him astray for his uh for his dreams and just talking about like hey i just got crushed by this like my dreams were crushed but then following that he goes into more talking about so easy e he died in i think it was 1998 or 1999 uh, he had aids so uh he had passed away from that and then there's jam master j who was another um person who had been uh shot and killed also so He's talking about dreaming of people uh, who had passed away before and then comparing sleeping to the as the cousin of death. So like basically as you're sleeping, like you're, you're pretty much dead. You're not like doing anything, right? So you need to stay awake. So he's keeping his wide, eyes wide open so that he can keep keep pushing toward his dream on that. So he's really, really focusing in as long as you like really analyze the lyrics. I'm like, achieving that dream and just keep pushing forward yep absolutely yeah. i agree um and then uh, obviously in the chorus he talks about martin luther king and that's the whole i had a dream speech like obviously yep. that's pretty that's pretty out there um but yeah there's a bu- bunch of a couple more in the third verse also so that aren't even these ones aren't even uh rap related in this one in this third verse but you know, okay. So there was another really interesting parallel here, I think, between the two the two songs that comes up in the third verse. So he says line here about you know start studied all the classics, start revising my strategy. I just I think it's so interesting because you know one of the things that's interesting about Aerosmith's Dream On is that you know when Steven Tyler wrote that song, he was actually inspired by like um, like classical like musicians like chopin um mozart you know mm-hmm. artists like that and and here the game i think is talking about like the classical rap artists right so yeah, it's like rap, rappers it's, from the 80s 90s 
Yeah. So this, this idea of, of the classics, right. And, and how both, both uh, writers are, are pulling, you know, they view them as, as the classics, right. But they're very, very different musically. And, and I just, I think that's interesting that, you know, these, these artists are pulling from what they know and what they deem to be, you know, the, the epitome um, musically, at least at that point in their lives. And, and uh, so anyway, I just thought that was another really kind of interesting, cool parallel um, and contrast in many ways between these. Yeah. Cause I mean, you have to look at like, sure. Rock, rock is pretty similar to uh, there, there's things that blend between rock and rap, hip hop, uh, R and B, um, less that blends in between rap and uh, classical music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> classical blends in with rock music. Not saying it can't. You could probably uh, merge it somehow, but like, or even like old Motown stuff, like that that type of or soul music, like that stuff can kind of blend into the rap music. But um, yeah. But like rap is relatively new. Like, what the the first album, like the first signed album that was put out was by the uh, Sugar Hill Gang. Okay. Um. I'm I'm sure you've heard a song by them and probably just don't know it, but they that was back in I want to say 1970s, like late 1970s. So, uh, actually, let me let me look that up. Yeah, uh, Rapper's Delight, 1979. Yeah. yeah. First so. first rap single to become a top 40 hit on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. So like. It's it's relatively new, speaking music right. wise. Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, ni- 1979, so 1980. That's 40 years ago. Sure, seems like a while. Like I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> but like, music wise, it's very very uh, new. Yeah, although you know that's not much older than when Aerosmith was coming out. You know, Aerosmith's Dream On was released in '73. No, but I mean, like, the, the parallels that you can make for, like, classics. Oh, like, sure, you're sure. Saying, you're saying that uh, uh, Aerosmith, like, tied it back to, like, classical music and stuff that goes three, yeah. four, five hundred years, wherever it may be. Whereas, like, yeah. rap, like, when you, you can't go much further back than, like, the 1980s. Like, I mean, you could probably go, there's probably something happening in the 60s, like, for the, for the birth of rap. But, like actual rap as we like know it today yeah yep, yep. um because like like even dr dre was in like a, a group prior to nwa and it wasn't like a rap group it was um i don't want to say it was disco but um now i'm blanking on the the name of the group also but uh it wasn't it wasn't what we think of as rap today well mo- sorry what most people think of as rap today Sure. Sorry, world class wrecking crew. That's what he was. So like I don't know if you've heard of like Grandmaster Flash or anyone. Um, or if you ever do you have Netflix? I do. There's a Netflix uh special, it's called The Get Down. It was about uh it was basically like right like the evolution of music like right before rap with like uh DJs and things like that. It's pretty pretty fun watch uh, i recommend watching it if you like music it's pretty fun yeah absolutely i'll check that out but yeah that, that's a similar type of music that i'm talking about so 
um, ha having people who are like actually spinning records and things like that. Um, man, I don't even know how we got on that tangent, but okay. <laughs> no, <it's all> good. <laughs> back to what we were talking, back to what we were talking about, but uh, was the, uh, the classical versus like what, what's considered a classic. Um, yeah. so, uh, he may, he makes a couple of shout outs here. So, so like, um, well, really in this last verse, he only makes one shout out to Marvin Gaye. Uh, who, had, who was a little bit uh, older, you know, around that 70s uh, point when he was making music and everything. Because um, he, he actually died in 1984. Uh, so he didn't get to uh, keep living on and uh, keep producing music, unfortunately. But he had a lot of inspirational things for people to want to make music from that point. Right. Um, that's pretty much uh, dreamed by the game. Um, I know we went a lot more in depth into that than we did uh, Dream On, just because of the lyrical depth. Yeah, I, but, yeah. I mean, we said Dream On is lyrically, it's it's a pretty simple song. It's not. Um, it's but, it's, but it, and even its message, I would say, isn't that complex. Uh, it's, um, you know, it's its message is you know live live your life to the fullest yeah i think um from from a perspective of uh who can relate to it it's definitely easier to relate to the aerosmith song for dream on just because it's a more broad category whereas the game has a very like like straightforward direct like hey these are the people i looked up to and then like not now i'm doing that and i'm doing the same things that they were so like my dream is met which you can also loosely apply that to whatever your dream is as well. But his is very uh, tailored to specifically what he was looking at, not just what Aerosmith is saying is just, just live your dream. Right. So, right. so I think both songs like ha have their, have their key people that they're trying to speak to, but dream on is definitely on a much broader uh, spectrum of what it's trying to say. No, yeah, I, I think you're right, Greg, and I think that this is—they're um, both great songs. I, I enjoyed it. I obviously had never heard um, the song by the game, but I'll say I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's—it's um, it's not something I necessarily know that I would listen to repeatedly again. Um, I mean, I would listen to it again, but just you know, it's not a song I'd put on. Um, you know, not gonna be the first thing you think of to play. Yeah. Like, hear that in the background and be like oh greg put me on that song <laughs> <laughs> but but it was good and uh, you know and this is um this is going to sound really terrible but i have a I, like when i'm listening to rap i i almost need the lyrics to to follow along which is um i don't know i'm just i think it's because i'm from the south and we talk a little slower down here <laughs> yeah i mean i don't I don't necessarily think that's like a bad thing. Like, I mean, even when my wife speak, my wife speaks Spanish, and like, even when she talks to other people that speak Spanish, they're like, "You talk way too fast. You need to like slow <laughs> down." Um, yeah. And that's like majority of people that she talks to. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, sa same with music. If that's like, you, it's hard for you to follow, and you gotta sit down with the lyrics because you actually want to know what they say. Like, yep. There, there's no shame in the game, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but no, I, I enjoyed both songs. I think they were, um, you know, th- this idea of dreams. There's so many places, we, you know, songs we could have picked on this this subject. And I think I think these two really do go well together, though, because I think yeah. that they're both sending the same underlying message. And we've talked about this, you know, the whole episode. But um, so I think they were really a great, you know, combo to kind of mash up. Yeah, over, I didn't actually episode. think it was going to work out as well as it did when yeah, I, I agree. When I initially threw the when we were like throwing the idea around and like we picked our songs, I was like, we'll see how it works out. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but, I, but I think that's what's so cool about this this podcast is we can take two songs that you don't think are gonna you know line up well and and this was one of them. I mean, I, I like you, I didn't think you know when I first you know listened to these songs, I was like. There's no way these are going to, you know, they, they look, you know, they're by, you know, you've got rap and you've got classic rock and you know, what, what the heck are these two songs going to yeah. have in common? And, but, but they're sending the same message. And I think that's what's so, so great about music in general is that we've got all these different genres that reach different target audiences and, but can still convey the same type of message just expressed differently. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's what's so cool about music, um, and really any art form, but but music I think is particularly um, excels at that. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And like you said, there's so many other songs that we could have picked. And even while I was going through this, I was like, man, I wish we would have done this song instead, or <laughs> I wish we would have done this song. And I'm like, but this song actually works out so good that there's just just so many. So uh, to our viewers. It, or listeners, if you want a specific song or theme or a theme with two specific songs, we'll, we can make it happen. Just let us know, drop us the, an email, uh, message, comment, whatever it may be. We'll, we'll check them out and um, we'll make sure to get back to you either in an email or maybe in the next podcast, with whichever it may be. Um, but there's just, just so much to pick from. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you're listening to this and you're new, subscribe. Um, also, please tell your friends and uh, family members about us. That's how we can start to, to grow this podcast. Greg and I um, would really like to see this thing um, you know, start to build at least a steady base of followers. And, um, and, and send us any comments you have. We have an email um, now. Greg, do you want to tell them what our email is if they want to send us any comments? Uh, yes, of course. So uh, the email is recordmashup at gmail.com very easy very very easy so make sure you uh shoot us an email let us know thoughts what we can do better what we what we did bad so we we want to make the best experience for you guys um absolutely yeah so um, greg what do we what do we got next what's our what's our next episode oh let me take a look so it looks like a third show we have planned a theme of trains Everyone loves their little train. Actually, talking about it at work the other day, um, one of the people in the office, their kid is obsessed with trains, apparently. Nice. Um, anyways, getting back to music. So, uh, I am going to be presenting The Train by Outcast. Um, yep. And Matt, which song yeah, are you? I, we're going to talk about The Midnight Train to Georgia by Gladys Knight and the Pips. Turns out, Outcast is from Georgia. Works out perfect. Look at that. Oh, man. It's like we planned it. <laughs> uh, anyways, 
Yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And uh, also, I'd like you to all take a look at the Train Part Two. It's also by Outkast. So take a look at both those songs, but we'll be uh, focusing on the first one, the Train. Uh, it'll be it'll be a great listen. Well, listen to it on your own time, not on here. Uh, Matt, you got anything else? No. Thank you all to our listeners, and uh, until next time. All right. Take care.